Stop. Tell me about your life. What's going on with you? Um, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> my life is, it's going, it's happening. Um, it's funny. I just got a message from my acting teacher about, um, a scene that we were supposed to, that I was supposed to prepare for class. And she's like, oh, fresh sides. Um, you know, keep it on the down low. And I read the sides that she was going to put for class. Um, and I was like, oh, this is the, this is like the script of the first role that I turned down, which, you know, as an actor, (laughs) turning down roles is like cutting off your foot. So why'd you turn it down? Um, it was just one of those things where, you know, like the description of this person was like, she's a trophy wife. She, she's trying to steal children and it's orphaned children. Yeah. And, and. And it's like, it's it's an MOW, which is a movie of the week, uh, which generally means it's, you know, low budget, sometimes from Hallmark. Um, in terms of productions, it's generally like a white production. So, like, they're looking for white leads or it's just like a white story overall. And after reading the script, because I thought, you know, maybe it's going to be fun. Maybe the script is going to show me something different. But after reading the script, it's like, you're playing into the Asian baby narrative. And on top of that, you're stealing white children. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. And like, I messaged my agent. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, I just doesn't feel right. You know, especially what's happening with Asian people. Um, I'm going to have to turn this down. Right. And yeah. And my acting coach just sent me the same sides for class and I like, I told her the same thing and she's like, yeah, Oh, I'm so sorry if I offended you with that. And I'm like, it's like, how could you have known, you know? Yeah. And she told me that she coached um, she coached one of her clients um, this specific scene too, but it happened to be a white girl. And I'm like, it's. I feel like her being white though makes sense because yeah. it's not like hurting the community with this character being white. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So I'm feeling good about that. Okay. All right, everyone. Welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast, where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. Podcast where we ask three levels of questions to get to know our guests better. Who are our guests? Friends. Friends of friends. Friends of friends of friends. And today is someone that I'm excited to talk to. Uh, Her name is Christine Nguyen. And she is one of the oh most essential. No, 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 no. Go back. People I know. Say my name properly. You are getting me. Say it properly. Nagayan. <laughs> one more time. Nguyen. It is your last name. At least know how to pronounce your own last name. How do you say it? It's Nguyen. 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 Okay. Yep. All right. So, how are you doing today? Um, I am doing well. Uh, today happens to be a very sunny and warm day. And for those of you who live in a four-seasoned area, you know, sun is a blessing. How's the weather been there? Uh, it's been kind of crazy. Uh, I feel I'm currently in Montreal. Uh, so it's just uh, in Quebec. A uh, little bit of geography for people. Quebec is also in Canada. Uh, yeah, so Montreal is the hub of the city, and I've been here for, like, almost two to three months, so I was able to see what it's like in extreme cold, like, 
extreme, extreme how, cold. How, how, how much colder is it there? Like, I feel like you know who lives here because, like, people's faces are just leathered with, like, the amount of abuse the snow just smacks on their face. So it's like, you know who's from here. That's funny. <laughs> and you know who's not. <laughs> so, yeah, this is definitely a place where it snows sideways. Um, so seeing sun, I might, it's springtime here, like actually springtime, not fake springtime. Yeah. And, you know, being able to walk out with like a sweater. Now, like I got to put my winter coat away. Like that, that was such a blessing. Mm. So what are you doing there? I, I'm filming. I'm an actor. So I'm just actually finishing a series uh, and this is actually my first series that I'm wrapping up with like an entire team. So I'm quite Yo, excited to do. You want to plug that. series? I, yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to. Um, yes. Uh, I play Addison Harper on the bold type. Uh, we are in season five. It is our last season. For those of you who follow it, uh, it's going to be a journey. Um, COVID really did mess up the last season, but we're yeah. able to kind of like, you know, Frankenstein this season but you know with the writing and stuff like that it's definitely going to be something that a lot of people will I hope appreciate um Mm -hmm. yeah so the bold type catch it it's on May someday in May I'm pretty sure there's an actual date out there but I just you know have to look it up (laughs) what's it gonna be on it's on freeform uh for those of you in canada i know like if you have like bell tv i know there's some of that uh for you for those of you in america first of all fix your face eddie <laughs> for those of you in america uh i know it's on netflix i know bull type is on netflix it's funny because we don't have netflix um the bull type on our netflix but i know everywhere else in the world has it so that's so funny do you use a vpn to watch like our stuff I don't know what that is. I just feel like you're just, you know, hacking the internet. I can't do that. I'm an actor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so we play this game on this, uh, on this podcast. It's, uh, it's a set of questions. The first set of questions is rapid fire. And then the second question, the second set of questions a little more in depth. And then the third questions a lot more serious. All right, so the first set of questions is rapid fire, and then at the end, we can go back and you can explain some if, if you know, if you feel like there's any to explain. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, what is one movie do you wish that you could unwatch so you can watch again for the first time? Oh, man. Rapid fire? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, uh, I, Okay movie <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna say uh wonder woman no first, yeah okay the first one? yeah you know what that's what came out so okay uh what piece of clothing defines you underwear any specific under- underwear no it's rapid what's your Let's favorite go. compliment that you've ever received Somebody said that I I could be a Bond girl. A James Bond girl. Come on. Oh, Rapid okay. fire. Let's go. Let's what go. song do you hate that you love? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, Come on. Rapid yeah. fire. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Let me think. Um, you thought I love. I, oh, honestly, 
the hamster dance. Every time I hear it, it's like it brings back great childhood memories. What hamster is your favorite dance. useless skill? <laughs> um, I can make a clover with my tongue. Okay, what is something that makes you instantly happy? Food. <laughs> what is something you wish you were good at? Uh, playing the piano. If MySpace were still a thing, what would your profile song be? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, okay, it would be Daft Punk, Something About Us. That's a good song. What is good your song. current favorite snack? Uh, cherry tomatoes. Who is the best waifu? What does that mean? You don't know what waifu means? Like, is it like, isn't it waifu like Japanese food? That's waifu? made white? Yeah. Waifu? Hello? Waifu? You watch anime. You should wafu? know this. Wafu. Wafu. First of all, educate yourself, okay? Wafu is an actual thing. Like, Google that before you at me, okay? Waifu. Waifu. Like, wife. Who? Yes. Like, who is the best wife? Um, What classifies themselves as a wife? I, mm, I'm going to say Angela Dream- Sorry, Angelina Jolie because I feel like... Okay, so typically you, know. you pick an anime character. Okay, well, I don't know. This, sorry, <laughs> is this an American thing? I don't know. Waifu is not an American thing. Okay, it's, it's a word um, for an anime I'm character. Gonna say, okay, so I will choose Sashomaru. He will be my perfect waifu. <laughs> That's who I chose. Yes. What's your favorite meal of the day? Lunch. What's the first thing you're buying if you win the lottery? Okay, I promised my family I'd buy them Kangen water. So I have to hold up to that promise. Yes, Kangen water for my family. Uh, and what is your biggest pet peeve? I, I hate, I, I really don't like um, arrogant people. No, 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 miseducation. Uneducated people? Yes. Is miseducation a word? Don't you at me with your face. Okay, I'm that wraps up the right first now. round. Congratulations. How dare you? you made it How through. dare you? You made it through. Were there any ones that you you felt like you needed to explain? Okay, miseducation is a word. Oh my gosh, you're trying to gaslight me with your face. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I would like to explain the Kangen water. Just because, so what? I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Kangen water is just like this alkaline water system that you attach to your actual tap. And what it does is it, like, changes its pH. Um, So your body has full absorption of the nutrients and energy. So um, when you eat your food, you're actually gaining its full potential of what it could do for you. And they also have, like, different types of pHs to change when you're washing your face, for example, or doing these other things. So, again, like, your body is absorbing uh, and being cleaned in a way that is most efficient for uh, your health. And a machine like that that attaches to your uh, to your actual um, tap costs five thousand dollars, and it's funny because my fam because I I started booking quite a lot and my family was like oh wow you're like becoming a working actor and I'm like yeah amazing and I'm like you know if I like you know I made it big when. I buy the house of Kangen water. <laughs> and to this day, they're asking, like, they're, I, like, I book things, and they're like, so are we getting our Kangen water? And I'm like, hell no, it's going towards food. <laughs> That's so funny. 
yeah so i've seen i think i've seen it before in a lot of asian households yeah i mean like i don't i i would actually like to do more studies on it but when i had it as a trial period i don't know if it was placebo but i did feel a lot better Mm. um of like you know uh, ingesting it but i was eating healthy overall too so that could always be a factor um what uh i i don't know if i would explain anything oh else other than the underwear just because it's like <laughs> you know you gotta <laughs> how you, like if your underwear does not define you then like i don't know what does that's true that's yeah true. well some people i feel like some people might pick an outer layer you know because that's what they're focused on but you I you know, know you're you're a inner person <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an inner person. I just it's back to basics. You know what I mean? Like, are you gonna really feel your best if your underwear is giving you a wedgie? If there's a hole in it, you know? Okay. Okay. Why is lunch your favorite meal of the day? Oh, okay. So I love lunch because when I wake up in the morning, I am too like like my body's just waking up, so it doesn't actually get to eat and like absorb and I don't get the full benefits of just like, you know, eating the eating process. I'm not talking about like the nutrients and stuff like that. I'm talking about like when I eat, my stomach is like still waking up so I can't eat a lot. But lunchtime, that's when I'm like hungry and it's like, you know, like ready to go, gloves are off, like fit as much food as I can in my mouth. And then dinner, like I I don't like dinner because it's like you got to eat a meal, but you also have to consider the fact that you're sleeping so you don't want to be too full. But lunchtime, you know? That's yeah. that's when you can indulge. Okay. All right. Uh, how'd you feel about the first round? I feel like you did a lot better than I think most people. Oh, um, you should not call it a rapid fire round unless it's a unless it's like a choice of like yes or no's. It's really difficult to rapid fire things because I like the movie one. Wonder I don't Woman? think I'd watch. Yeah, I, I don't think I. I lied. <laughs> I lied. I just felt the pressure and I had to lie. Well, yeah, I think the point of it is to put you under pressure and see what your first answer would be. Oh, okay. It's not the right answer. Oh, okay. I picked Wonder Woman because I think it was like the first movie in a while that I watched that made me cry during that time. Yeah, because like seeing like a female superhero that isn't like super, super, like super, super sexualized and and I know that one scene when she was like, when they were like hiding behind the barracks and she's like, no, I'm not going to hide. And she just ran into like <laughs> a stream of bullets. I was like, that needs to be me. You know, <laughs> what, what, at what part did you cry? That's the part when she was running into the bullets. Yeah. What do you think about the second movie? Um, so I watched it, but I also didn't watch it. Like I, I was excited for it, and then I just started reading um, the script because I had an audition. <laughs> so I don't think much about it, other than the fact that she is stunning, and I'm sure whatever she did in that movie was great, and I support her endeavors. So the next, oh wait, before we continue, I'm always curious. So does it bother you? Or are you okay, like, calling yourself an actor? Or how do you feel about people who, like, are like, oh, I'm an actress? Uh, I mean, I, like, if that's what they identify as, then sure. Like, I, it doesn't bother me, but I identify as an actor. I don't think there's generally a gender associated with it. The fact that they try to put a gender towards it always throws me off. 
Yeah, if you're an actor, know. you're an actor, you know? People would be mad sensitive nowadays. I mean, I feel like whoever identifies as whatever as, you know, like they, they should, uh, that should be honored, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell somebody that they're not to stop calling themselves an actress, but I, I've always been identifying as an actor because I think it's just like my drama teacher said something about it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I consider myself an actor. And What did, what did your drama teacher say? I think my drama teacher, it's been so long because it's like my drama teacher in high school, grade 10. <laughs> I'm almost 30, you know, like that's, that's a while ago. Dang, you're old. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, uh, he said something about, he was very, he was a white man, blue, blonde hair, blue eyes, but he was very um, in tune with not um, covering up the fact that there are prejudices and stuff like that. He was actually uh, the first person that I knew in my circle that called his partner, partner, um, even though like he's like a cis, uh, he's a cis male and he's straight and he's dating another white female <laughs> but he he would call her partner because uh one of his students was um i think uh yeah one of his students was is queer and they got made fun of because they called their partner their partner and so he started calling his partner his partner so mm. they didn't make fun of her so he was he was very in tune with like the issues happening but the thing is, in high school, they don't really talk about that. You know what I mean? They really just gloss it over. So he talked about, like, equality. He's like, you're, like, I don't know why there's, like, a division between actress and actor. Like, you know, if you're an actor, you're an actor. So right. I, I think, like, from that, I kind of just stuck with it. Uh, but I do think that, like, there is, if, if people feel empowered calling themselves an actress, then I think that there's merit to that as well. Right. I feel like nowadays, I think it's more so, like, People are more aware of it than it was back then, right? When we were in high school, it was like, what, fucking 10 years ago? Yeah, but I I also think it's been around. It's just that... Yeah, it's been around, but it's definitely put out there more now, like the awareness of it. All right, next round of questions. They're rabbit. Um, all right, so the next level of questions, they're, um, they're more serious. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is something mm-hmm. what is something your younger self will not believe about the current you? Uh I guess my younger self you know what? I don't think that they would have believed that I made it this far. In what aspect? Uh in, in my career. Uh I remember wanting to be an actor for so long. Yeah. And and I've been studying towards it. Like I like as a kid I you know went to like drama school and then I I went to university for it and then like it's been five years or six years since I've been out of university almost mm-hmm. 10 years since I've started which is crazy yeah um and only now am I finally picking up you know like I, I made a lot of uh there were lots of highs and lots of lows but like younger Christine would have never even imagined herself being on TV. Mm. What about every other aspect of your life outside your career? Uh, I I think she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have imagined um, how self conscious I am about my health, and I think that's just something that I've been that's developed uh, recently. And I think it has definitely has to do with COVID. 
Um, but I've been very resilient. I, 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 sorry. I also do like a lot of like martial arts. I get injured a lot, but I've always been the person to think to that I could bounce back. Um, and it's just when life hits you in different ways and you're not bouncing back as fast. Yeah. I don't think I I would have ever prepared or imagined this part Mm. of my life. Um, but it has taught me a lot though. Like I'm still struggling through it now, but it definitely has taught me a lot about patience, health, uh, putting myself first, even if it means putting myself uh, before my career. I'm surprised. Uh, um, surprised health hasn't always been a thing for you, just because of your older brothers. Health has been a thing for me physically, as in terms of like I have control of my food and I have control over my, uh, I have control over my exercise and stuff. However, mentally, I mm. I was not prepared for what hit me, and on top of that, like things that are not in our hands, like for example, sicknesses or or, you know, just unexplainable things that are happening to your body, right? So, like, being able to, like, have the time to experience it and be in tune with it and listen to your body, like, that's been an interesting experience. Lots of highs, lots of lows, for sure. Uh, Next question. Have you ever listened to a song, watched a movie, or read a book years later that had a new meaning for you? Hmm. That had a new meaning. I must have. I just can't think of one right now. Um, Not even one? mm, Oh, I mean, it had new meaning. Oh, I mean, did it? No, I can't really. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I'm... It's it's funny because I'm not I'm not watching a movie or like an uh, or or a song or anything, but like I I actually watched um, Avatar. The Last Airbender. Like, yes. Yo, so Brian. We all, it's, Brian loves Avatar: The Last Airbender. Brian is Brian is the one who started this podcast. Who doesn't? First of all, <laughs> like if if you if you don't love it, you need to sit down and rewatch. Yo, it there's again. yo, there's kids of this generation who don't know what it is. Listen, that's how I'm raising my kids. I'm literally going to, like, put the series on, leave them in front of the TV, you know, go yeah. out for eight hours and come back to them transform. That is what's happening. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I actually get to rewatch the series because Peter has never watched it. My brother, Peter. Wait, and... why? Wait, <laughs> that's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> He's so Zen master, but he was so, like, against watching it. All right. So for those of you who are listening... Peter is probably the most spiritually, like, zen, like, yoga, martial arts, like, all about being (laughs) one with yourself person I know. Yeah. So it's funny that he's never watched Avatar. And and, and, and he also grew up in the age of cartoons, too. Like, he's my older brother, uh, grew up in the 80s. And, yeah, it's just one thing that... (laughs) So sorry, I have to sidetrack this. It's so funny because he's always no, go ahead. He's not he he hasn't like watched Avatar, but he would also sit with me and watch like literally five episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, <laughs> <laughs> like the new series on Netflix. He would finish that with me till two a.m. like like series wrap and like go to bed. And I'm like, you have. You have the capacity to watch this show, and I know you're interested in it, but he just never, like, 
got into it. To be it. fair, it's always better to watch things with other people. Maybe. So that's what we did. So this year, we... <laughs> <laughs> we like you know we, as a family like my other uh my other brother too i'm the youngest my i have a middle brother his name is david we literally all sat there as a family to watch the <laughs> first three episodes with him and then he just took off and he's actually on the third book now um it's been less than two months it's been less than two months that's so cool uh, you know what i'm gonna be honest it's been less than a month and he's literally almost done i'm actually hoping to head back to Toronto to finish the last book with him, but I'm pretty huh. sure he finished it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, in terms of your last question, it it has new meaning because as a child, I watched it. I loved it. I love the antics of it. And I thought I understood it, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I feel like you just need to sometimes hear things in different stages of your life to just understand it in different ways. And it's just been one of the series that has been consistently uh transcendent like it's it's just it doesn't matter how old you are if you watch it there's something that you'll get out of it and it's not cheesy yeah you know well it's interesting because like it's like you know let's just say like you watched it maybe what a decade ago right the first time how dare you (laughs) (laughs) and then you know (laughs) a decade has been a very long time and you've experienced a lot through that so like you take your experiences and you rewatch the show and you like mm-hmm. use those experiences and you project them onto the show. Yeah, but it also stuff. teaches you it, it reminds you about certain things. Like certain characters, you just like it's funny because I used to see myself as a specific character and then I would see myself Who? as another character. Who? Uh, it's funny because I like I, I used to see myself as like, you know, like Katara, like so open hearted, but really <laughs> truly i am azula we know i am azula (laughs) but it's also like you know like people remind you like characters like uncle iroh reminds you about certain things and it's just Mm -hmm. like grounding yourself and and feeling these emotions and taking these lessons and you know navigating that energy elsewhere it's yeah it 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 helps it helps me kind of navigate through life as well. I I truly do appreciate that series, and I really hope that this Netflix version of it brings it justice, mm. and it's not sexualized. Because <laughs> I'm something about Netflix and sexualizing things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I really hope they they do keep the heart of it because a lot of it is just like when you watch it, it's just a lot of vulnerability. Like people are just being vulnerable. And so saying things like, I love you isn't cheesy. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's, it's okay to be with flaws. Yeah. Or like, it's, it's okay to experience your emotions, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. What is something you're really into right now? And you think other people should know about? I am really into magic. The gathering. <laughs> Hey, ain't no shame in that. I am not ashamed. I am just ashamed. Yeah, but you, you had money. this look on your face. <laughs> Literally, I've I've only played Magic for I'm gonna say a month now, and the amount of money I have spent on cards, on on dice, on like like there's a new there's a new concept one coming out called Strixhaven. Mm. And it's very similar to Harry Potter. It's not Harry Potter, but similar to Harry Potter. And that box costed like 150 bucks. <laughs> and 
and my friend's like, did you want me to reserve you one? I'm like, yeah, like maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, it called again? Uh, Strixhaven. Hmm. What a familiar name. It sounds familiar to me too. I just, I, I, it's probably going to click with me when I see it, but I like, yeah, no, it's, have, it's. Have you ever, have you ever heard of Gloomhaven? Oddly enough, my friend actually, the same friend that asked me about the box gave me that game. Yeah. Um, for my birthday. I have it, but I've never played it. Like, I actually started opening because I was I was intimidated, you know? Like, it, it, it's like apparently Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, why is this box yeah. so big? Need, why is it so you, heavy? What's you in need it? People, you need committed people to play with you. And that's and that's the thing because we're in like quarantine and lockdown. I only have Steven, and Steven and I have very low patience <laughs> For each other, especially when we're playing <laughs> games, let alone a new game we have no idea. I can <laughs> so, see so, like, we've been waiting for somebody to mediate and somebody who's willing to read the rules because every time <laughs> there's like rules, Stephen and I just like look at it. We're like, I'm not gonna read it. We're just gonna Google it. And it's like, <laughs> anyways. Um, so I have the box. Uh, I finally opened it this this uh, this sometime this month. Um, and let alone, it takes a day to just, like, punch out everything. Because it's all in, like, cars and stuff. And there's so, right. <laughs> there's so many pieces. So I'm, like, punching out all these, like, little pieces. And they're, like, put it in these bags. And I'm putting it in these bags. And by the time I'm done, I'm, like, oh, sorry, guys. We're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm tired. <laughs> it's my bedtime. I got to go. <laughs> That's so funny. But, yes, I have heard of it. I have it. I've not played it. Why do you think people should know more about Magic the Gathering? I, I just think it has a stigma. Uh, it's mm. funny because even the people who I purchased it from would give me a look like, you, you want to play Magic the Gathering? I'm like, as opposed to who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, okay. you know, um, I, and I think it's like, yeah, it's, 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 there's a stigma behind like what the Magic the Gathering players tend mm. to look like. And, and, you know, if you like a game, Love it, you know. Yeah. Make it your own. You don't have to be ashamed of it. Magic the Gathering for me has just been a lot of fun. Just because I didn't know I like a lot of strategy games and watching my partner lose. <laughs> it's <laughs> such an exhilarating feeling to watch him fail. <laughs> when it comes to this game, I of love course. to watch him succeed in life. Though I am not that toxic person. <laughs> You're so evil. <laughs> so messed up definitely a zool yes. over here listen <laughs> i support him with every ounce of my being okay all right um what is the name of this current chapter in your life i'll have to name it um i'm just gonna say letting go what are you letting go of yo steven hello hello don't say that. He's probably going to listen to this. <laughs> like, Why are you letting go of Steven? I like him, though. <laughs> no, I'm not letting go of my partner. I am letting, uh, just letting go of control, you know, like not being able mm. to dwell on it. Because I feel like that was the thing that really made me hit rock bottom, being able mm-hmm. to be like, like, uh, honestly, there was a point in my life where I was just web MDing everything. And I know it's like I know it's funny now, but it's like back then I I truly thought I was dying, and being in that spiraling place was such a dark place for me. Um, and being able to just let go and like everything that comes hit 
that comes at me, if it's like fatigued or weird, mm -hmm. like headaches or like things that are happening, I just, you know, I'm learning to be kinder to myself. And part of that kindness is being able to let go of the control of not knowing, you know, like I, it's fine. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Sometimes your body, you know, does what it needs to do. I've gone to a doctor though. So that's another thing. Like, it's not like I'm letting it go without yeah. <laughs> actually consulting professional health. <laughs> what do you think started your like health awareness and your health paranoia? Uh, well, I wasn't able to sleep for like three months, like actually sleep, not like struggling to sleep. I was just awake for three months. Okay, like my body was in a restful spot, though, because I feel like the longest person that has lived with absolutely no sleep is like 11 days. <laughs> I did not break the world record, everyone. No, but just like being able to go into a deep sleep. Um, mm. I was so I was just like in this borderline of being awake and not. And that really drained me. But on top of that, I was doing a lot of tests, uh, health tests. So yeah. there, yeah, and they found like, uh, they found like anomalies and stuff. And so I kept on going in for more and more tests and it started to worry me. And I started to like ask the big questions. Uh, I still have a couple tests left. Uh, however, it's just after going through that process, it's just going to be what it's going to be at this point, because it's like, I can't let myself or put the energy to dwell on the what ifs if it hasn't happened yet. And honestly, being able to speak to people about my experience and hearing about their experiences has been really helpful. Like somebody um, once told me that, you know, you when you do that to yourself, you're suffering twice. And like, I, I feel I read like that, I read that recently, too. Yeah. And that actually put a lot of, you know, it, it put a lot in my uh sorry and just made me see things in a different perspective and I'm really thankful for that it's like it's such a simple and like obvious advice but it's just like hearing it all right last question is uh what's the stupidest thing someone has ever said to you I don't know stupidest I don't know what's well, maybe it's just I can't really think about it I just I'm like <laughs> in wake of my letting go chapter of my life <laughs> Maybe that stupidness has been let go. That's good. Uh, like, no one in public? Or... No. I'm sure it's going to pop up. Then I'll be like, ah, oh, man, that person. But right yeah. now, nothing. Because even if it's, like, something silly, like, I don't I wouldn't consider that stupid. Okay. Yeah. All right. That wraps up our uh, second level of questions. How do you feel? How did I score? Three. Out of. <laughs> Out of. Three. Oh, you answered amazing. all the questions. Yes. Fantastic. 100%. I feel great. I feel, yes. you know, nice to, <laughs> to, to, this is therapeutic, being able to talk through things. It's yeah, funny because I haven't seen my therapist in a while. So, like, you're going to no. be uh, my therapist for now. So, thank you. You should talk. You should talk about these things all the time yo when we used to hang out we would have these deep talks you should always have these deep talks yeah but I, it's also like it's also like i'm not gonna call you and be like hey eddie i'm suffering you know yeah why not well it's just because it's like sometimes i like like yeah i don't know i don't know maybe yeah, we that, should yeah, yeah i mean look i'll 
I send you I send you TikToks all the time. I call you when I'm driving and I'm like, yo, I wonder how Christine's doing. I'll call yeah. you and I vent to you about my life at the current time. I'm like, come on, like you know, you can do the same. It's also, it's also things that I've I've overcome. So I feel like like I'm I'm glad to talk about it now, but it's like during the time I actually felt like I didn't I couldn't talk to anybody about it. So honestly, a lot of people that I did talk to about it was my therapist and mm. people that I could see immediately. But you know, anyway, they say a person that I can. They say there's something about putting your word, putting your emotions into words helps you process it. Yes. Also, there's something called um, compassion fatigue, and I feel like I've. I've used up my resources and my family, so I can use you, you know? So thanks. Yes. Thanks for putting it out there. Cause they're tired. <laughs> they are tired. I don't, of me. you know, and so, so you're saying that like, wait, is that like when they just get tired of like listening to you, your bullshit? Uh, no, it's just like, it's not even tired. Like, it's like their compassion for me is really strong, but also like every COVID is really messing everyone up. And it's like, yeah. if it's directly or indirectly it is just by disrupting people's lives and like what their habits are. Um, and I feel like we're getting a better grip of it, but it's still very difficult to manage. And that's why like going into it during the winter was very difficult for, for myself. And I know a lot of people because on top of being able to kind of like deal with your mental um, things that your, 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 your like issues mm-hmm. mentally, you have to deal with how your body's functioning when it's being yeah. depressing, you know what I mean? Like it's just um, without the sun, without things to look forward to. And, you know, cloudy days are cloudy days for a reason, you know, like it's yeah. what people describe as depression. So you ready for the third level of questions? Yeah. Okay. First question. The world listens to you for 30 seconds. What would you say? 30 seconds. If the world can listen to me, you know what? It's funny because I, I, I feel like nothing I can say will actually make everyone hear me. Mm-hmm. But I would love to do an exercise. Like I, I remember in theater school, the most impacting thing that has happened to me was when my class and I, we were just breathing together, like in unison at the same time. And like being able to hear like a unity of breath has been I don't know. I'm I'm a firm believer of in vibrations, and like just like like it was funny because I was talking to someone earlier about how like certain musics hit certain people and certain mm-hmm. notes and vibration. It just it just feels good in your soul, um, and I feel like having that like like a, like I would like to do like a thirty second breath, <laughs> <laughs> a hippy dippy breath practice where we all just sit and just maybe listen to each other for once, you know. Um, yeah, and I, and I just think like there's not enough words to express like what we all need, and I feel like in unity, maybe it's an action or just like some something that would compel us to just you know be one and listen. Yeah, or at least you would hope that that would. That no, would obviously, do it, right? it's not going to work. But <laughs> in in this hypothetical of the world is listening to me. <laughs> okay. Next question. What's the event that splits your life into before and after? So is there something that happened, if it has already happened, that splits your life into before and after? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, death. I'm sure that you've received that a lot. Death does 
Split. Oh, experiencing life. death. Experiencing death, not me dying. I, I don't know what happens after. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I have high hopes of certain things, but I can't say for sure. Yeah. I'd love to see my dog again, but, you know, that can't be promised. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, like, life and life life and death is just like um i don't know I, it happens at every every age too like people experience it at different ages but for me personally i like the, my biggest loss was actually losing my dog also my grandma like i love my grandma too but it's like my my dog was my like my life and soul like my dog was there for me during my breakups like always was around me it was my baby and like to lose something that's been so constant in your life um Mm. and I'm always nurturing him too so it's just like you kind of grieve as being like you know being the uh, it's it's like a death of this relationship but being you know he was you know my baby and I was kind of like his mom so it's like being having that motherhood die as well like that was kind of you know like I, I didn't know what to do I know Stephen was very um, upset about it as well and I remember we were just sitting there and just realizing that things just are and, and I still believe it to this day that things are just it's not as sharp it is not as vibrant you know mm. and I feel like like death I've, I've seen death change my family death change my dad like my dad used to be a heavy smoker but after losing his mom he just quit cold turkey Damn. and his mom was his everything and my dad's been smoking yeah. for like 30 years plus 40 years like i don't know yeah. if his lungs are gonna be saved but you know he, he could anyways last question what is a rule you live by a rule i live by um put out the energy that you want to receive yeah fucks with that i fucks with that yeah i and i do believe in karma like i i I, like i'm not doing nice things because i want nice things happening to me even though that's exactly what i just said (laughs) put out the energy you want to receive but it's like it's just you know like it's just life is just easier when you're not (laughs) constantly like hating people and like you know and and giving without wanting to receive like things just happen did things just happen you know what i mean for you like that's what's happened to me in my life and i i'm just thankful that like like I, I am receiving something, even though I, I, I don't really need to. I, I just see that it's happening. So, yeah, be a good person. Mm. Be a good person. All right, that wraps up all the questions. Cool. And I have one last question for you, though. What? You see how I like? You see how I did that? I, I told you that's all the questions, but that's yeah. not because. Okay. Cool. What do you want your title to be? What do you want the title of this episode? The title of this episode. So typically we have like, we name the title after the person being uh, the person on the podcast. So like, for example, mine was Eddie the Petty. Ah! Yes. And then we have like Nikki the Nimble, Kathy the Resilient. What would you like yours to be? I don't even, oh, this is a big one. I'm really bad at naming. <laughs> Christine the Canadian. How dare you? How, how dare Yo, you? Yo, for for the listeners, anytime she, we talk, every time, anytime we call each other to catch up, she just goes <laughs> off on everything American and how First much. First of all, it is. I do not. I ask how your family is. She looked me happens. dead in the eyes and said, 
you just look like you have COVID. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. I, I did say that. I'm going to admit to that. Yes. But knowing Eddie who goes out and eats food and does not listen to a lockdown order, he probably had it. So am I wrong? <laughs> am I, I wrong? Exactly. I was careful. Let's just Social listen. Distance. Y'all were a mess before. Okay. You just passed the baton Look, to us. Man, now we are you the are to pick a name for yourself. <laughs> and for the okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I wanted to go with Christini Bobini <laughs> because I like that. I like where you were going with Eddie, Eddie. Um, Christini Bobini because, you know, it doesn't really make sense, but it sounds fun, you know? Christine the Beanie. No, Christini Bobini. I don't know if that's going to fly. I don't. You asked me. This is what I want. Yeah, but, you know, you can't always have what you want. Okay. What? Whatever you want it to be, then. All right. Thanks for being on the episode. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, and for you listeners, if you have any questions or comments for Christine Bobini. Oh, my God. Christine Bobini. <laughs> if you guys have any questions or comments for Christine Bobini. Oh, my God. Christine Bobini. That is like the third time. <laughs> Please send it in to nohappyendingspodcast at gmail.com. And please be sure to rate and subscribe and like the podcast on your listening platforms, whatever it may be, whether it be Spotify, Google Podcast, or Anchor. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, you're the one that pulled me away from my show. I'm one episode away from finishing this fucking season. Sorry.